people, what's up? Thank you for checking us out, Real Not Rude. Don't forget that you can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Real Not Rude and on Instagram under Keep It Real Not Rude. Also, we are on all the platforms. Our podcast is on Amazon as well as Audibles. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, and of course, Spotify Podcasts. Please, you guys, follow us on social media, like, share, engage, you know, follow us, please, so that our audience can grow and pass the word. In addition, we also still do our shows where we have the discussions on relationships, friendships, situationships, whatever. And if you would like to be a part of that, definitely shoot us an email. All you need to join is your email address and your name and only your first name or even a nickname. Drop us a discussion that you would like to go over and we will definitely get back to you and let you know if it's something we can include. That's at keepitrealnotrude at gmail.com. Once again, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Be safe and check us out. Hey you guys, welcome back, Real Not Rude. We are doing another one today of When Friends Go Wrong. Now today is about a couple who had to be together by any means necessary. And this couple's name is Brian Winchester and Denise Williams. Now Brian Winchester is actually married to Kathy Winchester and Denise Williams is actually married to Mike Williams. Now this these two couples were actually really close because they all attended high school together in Florida. So in that time of them being after high school and being together um, and hanging out, Brian ended up marrying Kathy and Mike ended up marrying Denise. And then shortly after Mike and Denise got married, they also had a daughter. Now these couples remained friends throughout their marriage, socializing, double dates and everything. But along the way, Brian started developing feelings for Denise. So one day when they were out, he decided to confess to Denise what he felt. And that same night, they ended up being intimate. So she was receptive immediately. So as time progressed on, there was another night when he decided he was going to make a move again. And it was very brazen, actually, because his wife and her husband, Kathy and Mike, were actually together parking the car. And so while they went to park the car, Brian and Denise are kissing. But according to him, they just connected like nobody else. And so that everything started to snowball really fast. Now, also, according to Brian, they were extremely intimate constantly. I mean, up to 15 times a week and even in public places. So they're very brazen, not only kissing when their mates are parking the car, but they're also doing things in public places. But to him, they were good at hiding things. That's what he said. He said, because Denise is a smart person. And let me stop here. Really, Brian, she's smart or is she conniving and manipulative? I mean, when he was giving this testimony, obviously the trial is going on. So what took place had already happened. And even still, he is referencing this woman as being smart. But let's just continue on. So the affair continued for about three years, and it was really hard for them, Brian and Denise, because they really wanted to just be together. They were determined. So 
Brian said that Denise didn't want to get a divorce because of her pride and how she was raised. So she decided it would be better to be a rich widow, is what she said. So according to him, he and Denise discussed killing Mike for months. Ultimately, they decided that it would be best if it looked like he it appeared to be an accident. Now, when she said that she wanted to be a rich widow, that's because there was a insurance policy for $1.75 million. And so that is what she wanted to collect. So Denise wanted this accident to happen before there was a planned trip that the couple was supposed to go on. Both couples were supposed to go on this planned trip December 16th of 2000. But she wanted this accident to happen before that. Now, this is why this one is entitled Murderversary. Because the day that she want, they had the, the accident is the, their anniversary. And this trip was their anniversary. And you want to murder your husband as an anniversary gift. Talk about murderversary for real. So they plotted that Mike would be killed while he and Day and he and Brian were out duck hunting together. And so the initial plan was that Brian would shove Mike overboard from the rowboat and that he was hoping that the rough waters would uh, drag him under. But what ended up happening is Mike was able to swim to a stump and stay afloat. So, of course, he started to yell because, you know, he's he needs help. And then he's been pushed over and he probably is in shock and even scared. So Brian said he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to get out of the situation. So he's panicking, too. But he thought about it, that he had his gun on the boat. So he loaded his gun and he just went around Mike like one or two circles and then ended up circling closer to him while he was in the water. And when he passed by him, he just shot him. So after he killed him, he then loaded his body into his car, drove home, and then got back in the bed with his wife, Kathy, and pretended he had just woken up. Later on, he buried Mike's body not far from where Mike grew up. Now, he went ahead and pushed Mike's boat back into the water where they had been duck hunting to make it look like Mike had died that morning in an accident. So now, in his testimony, he said that because their alleged plot hadn't gone as planned, that he had to shoot Mike. But when he tried to tell Denise about it, she didn't want to hear about it. So she just assumed that, she said she didn't want any of the details about the murder. So she just assumed that when his body was found, that they planned, that the plan went as scheduled, that everything happened in the order it was supposed to. Now, when they're on, on trial, of course, they're looking out for themselves. But basically, Denise is mostly looking out for herself because there was no denying that Mike was murdered by Brian. Okay. So Denise's defense attorney argued that Brian's testimony can't be trusted because there's no evidence that even shows that Denise um, was a part of this scheme. Okay. And in addition, there's no physical evidence even tying her to the crime. So he told the jury that you're going to have to decide if you want to believe him because it's going to be you taking the word of a man who committed the murder. 
And there's no denying that he committed it. But what ended up happening is later on, Brian, after the murder, Brian and Denise actually got married. And I failed to mention that to you. So they actually got married and were finally able to be together like they were determined to be in, which is one of the main reasons the murder was committed in the first place. But Brian felt that the murder was committed because he really loved Denise and wanted to be with her. But Denise, Miss Smarty Pants, the one that he called smart, if he really thought back when she said that she'd rather be a rich widow, she already was putting it in his ear and letting him know, I want money. And so that right there should have made him understand that there's a red flag there in terms of, does she just want to be with me or is it about the money, right? So throughout all of this process, like what happens usually when two people get together trying to make something wrong right, it usually doesn't work out. So years later, because for the longest, it was believed that Mike, you know, got into a tragic accident and fell over his boat and maybe was eaten by alligators. That's what was initially concluded. But years later, when their relationship started crumbling, then now some more things started to come about. So their marriage was breaking apart. And so now they were estranged. So Brian said he started to worry that Denise would reveal his role in the crime. And so he snuck into her car and held her at gunpoint and then asked her to promise to never tell what he did. Now, Denise decided to report this kidnapping to the police. So once she reported the kidnapping to the police and they actually talked to Brian they offered him immunity if he would lead them to the body and testify against who? Denise. So basically what she did was put herself under the radar now because already no one expected or suspected that you were a part of this. And maybe they did, but it's not mentioned. But when you brought up about the kidnapping from your estranged husband, well now, He's giving more details and now they make him this offer. And so now guess what? So now already Brian was sentenced to 20 years in prison, but the 20 years in prison was for the 2016 kidnapping of his wife. So at this point, it's time since he confessed about Denise for Denise to also be put on trial for her part in all of this. So what ended up happening is Denise did go to, to trial. And when she went to trial, what happened? She was convicted. And all this time, she was playing this role for many years, they said, like she was this grieving widow, when really what happened was she was a part of trying to kill her husband for money and to be with her lover that ended up not turning out anyway. But 17 years after this murder, Brian confessed to carrying out the shooting and he actually led them to Mike's body 
And so when he te- when he did that, he also testi- testified against Denise. And now everybody knew that she was a part of it. So what ended up happening was, as a part of the plea deal with the prosecutors, Brian was sentenced only for the 20 years in prison for the kidnapping only, but he was able to secure immunity and was never charged directly for the murder because he was considered a key witness. I mean, talk about getting off in the midst of a mess because 20 years, but committing a murder and actually confessing to it, but all he had to do was throw his lover or his wife at that time under the bus and tell the truth about her. And then they gave him complete immunity. So Denise was charged with murder, conspiracy to commit murder and accessory after the fact. And so in 2018, she was convicted and she was sentenced to life in prison on the murder charge. So she took the whole murder charge. And the judges upheld the conspiracy charge and a 30-year sentence, which means that she would remain in prison until she is no longer alive. I thought that that, this case was really something because I just really thought that she tried to play him, basically. So when he basically got busted, she just tried to use her attorney to make sure that she got off and make the whole thing fall on him. But then when he made that slip up and kidnapped her, I mean, and I, I'm sure it wasn't really a kidnapping. He probably just what, basically just threatened her with the gun about not saying anything. When she, when he did that and she turned around and decided to be Miss Smarty Pants and go to the police, it backfired. And instead of her being free and getting off, she ended up taking the whole rap for the murder. You guys, this is another case. And this is a really horrible case because when you really think about it, not only was Mike murdered, they don't say anything else about Kathy, but she was stabbed in the back too. Brian's wife, I mean, I don't know what became of her, but all of them grew up together and, or went to school together. So they were friends for quite some time. And they're sitting up behind their marriage mate's back, having an affair. And then they kill one of them. And so then later they marry, right? So it doesn't say if Kathy found out about the affair or if that just dissolved or if he just divorced her and then decided that he was going to go ahead and be with um, Denise, you know, I guess I could try to find out more about that, but I couldn't find anything with my initial search, but it was just a terrible friendship all around. I mean, it happened so quickly. I mean, it took nothing. So it tells you a lot about her character. I mean, literally, Brian said that all he did was tell Denise his feelings one night, and that same night, they were intimate. I mean, I just, I'm like, what? You know, and then after that, the brazen acts. I mean, just not caring. It's just sloppy, messy, not caring at all. Your mates are parking a car and you're kissing. I mean, it's just, 
this is crazy, but it just goes to show you how you think that you can trust someone, but you never know. So you guys, Real Not Rude, check us out, Facebook and Twitter, Real Not Rude, Instagram, Keep It Real Not Rude, or email us at keepitrealnotrude at gmail.com. And don't forget, we are also on Amazon Music, iHeart Podcast, and also Apple Podcasts. So check us out. Please, please, please listen and share so that it can get around more and I can continue making these and they will get longer and longer um, because I'll be doing stories that have a little more detail about when friends go wrong. And if you know of some that you want me to do, you let me know. You can on Anchor, Spotify, you can just, you can actually leave voice messages or you can drop a note or the email address that I provided or on Facebook or on Instagram, all these methods, you can contact me and I will definitely read any suggestions that you have and do some research on it and try to put it on the podcast. So remember, it's about friends backstabbing and throwing shade, but just basically friends when they go wrong and you thought they were somebody you could trust. Be safe.